0: Page the bottom of page. Samachalos, Machlis Hayishus. We're talking about this disease, this illness that's called egotism, and the effects that could have upon one's avodas Hashem, and the urgency of it being uprooted from the earliest time in one's life, from the very beginning of one's life. And the Rabbi is discussing how, particularly in this last generation before Mashiach, we find that from the earliest age, this yeshus, this, this geus, this obsession with the self and belief that one has much greater insight into life than his parents, his teachers, that particularly in our generation, that starts at an, early, at an early age, an early time. So we're on page Samach Aleph, and the Rebbe was discussing how how Chazal in that short sentence of the ikviz of the Mashiach, that at the end of time, in those last, those last years before Mashiach, there's going, to, there's going to be tremendous arrogance in the world. And he speaks about how, in the earlier generations, in the earlier times, every student, every child, every young person was completely machni himself, would completely would be completely submissive in the <clears throat> in the presence of his parents and his teachers, believing that he was like someone that was lost, completely lost in the forest, and that these wonderful people were coming to save his life and to show him to show him how to how to go and direction and so on. And every single word that was spoken by a parent, by a Rebbe, was seen as Kurdish Kadoshim, as the Holy of Holies, in the eyes of the child. But nowadays, that's the last uh, three, that's what we're up to, I believe. Three, four sentences up from the bottom. Just review a little bit. Nowadays it's different that the typical child feels, even if he doesn't say it, but he feels, me i'm I'm by myself, I'm... I take care of myself. It's an, I'm really I really know enough. My my opinions, my thoughts, are good and straight. And therefore, I can rely entirely upon my own way of thinking, my own views. This was something. This is a change that has taken place in the last few generations. So the Rabbi says, shift to na'atem. Judge for yourselves. Next page is his Chaltim He I ask you to judge yourselves. Those of you who have already learned from the beginning of the Sefer and have taken to heart what I've spoken about. Those of you who already have some understanding of what does it mean to be a bar, a Jewish boy, what does it mean to be a Jew, how Hashem is attached to each and every one of you, inseparable of her, and we've discussed the responsibility that each and every one of you has to raise the holy nation of Hashem. Say, tell me, you tell me yourselves. Is there anything as painful? Is there any? Is there any sickness as great as those who are misgoim These people, these young people who are misguided, to think, who have this, who have this distortion in their minds, to consider themselves more knowledgeable than their rebellion, their teachers, their parents, who consider themselves to have more of an idea of what life expects of them and demands of them. Lochem b'chui Hashem ainon mida Hashem tiro. says, "I, the Rebbe, says I'm certain that I don't have to warn you. Those of you who understand and who have learned, I don't have to warn you regarding this terrible midah because we can rely upon what's written in Chumash, to to revere to fear one's parents. And the Mishnah says that." To fear one's rabbi and to respect one's rabbi as one would respect the Kodesh Baruch Hu. These psukim are certainly engraved. This pasuk, this Mishnah is certainly engraved upon your hearts. And Hashem hu You also know fully that Hashem is the one who is truly teaching you Torah. Hashem rabbim and that the voice of Hashem is simply mislabesh is enclosed in the voice of your of your teachers, of your rabbis. When it says that you have to revere your Rebbe like you revere kadosh Baruch, it's because it's because Hashem Kiv Yochel is mislabesh, Hashem himself is enclosed in the words of your Rebbe. So when your Rebbe your parents are speaking to you. I mean you're talking of course about parents who are well, you raise your mind, very often you have parents who are saying the opposite of what Hashem. There are many parents who say the opposite of what Hashem says. You can't say that Hashem's voice is Mislabesh in the voice of a parent who says, I don't want to go to Yeshiva. That's Hashem's That's not Hashem speaking, that's the parent speaking. but but the Rebbe, the parent, Hashem is Mislabesh, Hashem himself is Mislabish in the voice of the in the words of the of the Rebbe. When your Rebbe is speaking to you words of Teir and Avaida, that's serving Hashem. Even when your Rebbe is speaking to you about things of character and derech Eretz, even if it's not specifically referring, he's not referring to Chazals and Psukim and so on, but everything that your Rebbe is telling you is... Is simply the Rebbe is a shofar through, through which Hashem is blowing through which Hashem is blowing His will, His, will, His rots and His thoughts and Kivyakal, His feelings into your into your life the Rebbe is a shofar, that's what the Rebbe's job is and the great fear and joy at that time that great fear and awe that they felt when they were standing in Harsinai the Shom was called Hashem and they heard the voice of Hashem emerging from amidst the flames. When you're sitting in the Rebbe's presence in yeshiva, you should you should know that that something of that is taking place right now when you're sitting and learning Torah with the Rebbe. Something like something of that is taking place, and that's why Chazal tell us in the Gemara that the same way that the Torah, when we received the Torah as Beresses or Bezey, it was trembling and with perspiring so too, even now even now, when we learn Torah it should be in such a way if you ask a Jew from that learned Torah about Tzaddikim in the old days what difference is there from then to now, he's not going to say necessarily the quality of the Torah I've asked my father this many times, and he said, nowadays he understands more than he understood then. But the the moira, the the fear that when the rav walked in, when the tzaddik was with them, that moira rabcha that they felt, my father said, was something that was that was something that he, that he just doesn't see in America. He doesn't see that kind of a moira of an awe of a of a reverence, of a pachat. That they had from a tzaddik, that they had from, that they had, uh, that they had from, uh, from, from one's Rebbe. was, this is not, it's not so much the, curriculum. learning the same Torah, and in many ways, our generation has a greater understanding and more access to, to Torah than, than the earlier generation. But the Derech Heretz, the covid that was for a Rebbe and certainly that was for a parent, Derech Klau, My father said, "You had listen. There were, there were boys that rebelled, that didn't want to be religious anymore. It's not something that didn't exist before, in Europe. You had boys that didn't want to be religious." My father said that he never saw a boy speak talk back to his parents. He saw boys that stopped keep putting out film. That he saw, and he saw boys that stopped keeping Shabbos. But even those boys were with unbelievable derech Harris to their parents. But the, the, the chutzpah as his pardon with the parent. <clears throat> you never saw and the truth is that, that maybe parents had a different surah but I, I've seen this also by students, many of my students, by the Swadisha. It could be that the parent is, is talking this way and that way and acting terribly, but the Derech Eretz is a different Derech Eretz than, than, than what we were raised with or that we see uh, generally amongst ourselves. The Derech Eretz by the Svadashe Bocher, and I have many, many years of seeing this, for a parent, for a grandparent, regardless of how they feel or whether they they, they identify with what that parent or grandparent is talking about, or feels that, the, but the Derech Eretz. <clears throat> so, mainly you understand that when a person's, when a person has that respect for a Rebbe, for a parent, and feels that he's standing by Har Sinai on some level when he's with his Rebbe, when he's with his parents, that there's this feeling of, of awe and reverence that obviously makes that child into a much greater k- kibble, into a receptacle, into a kli, a vessel to receive the Dvar Hashem. But she If there's, a, if there's, if the child looks at the Rebbe as being somebody who's outdated and somebody who doesn't belong in this generation, somebody who's saying things that are strange, that are weird, that are from out of space, you know, my he's a nice person, my Rebbe, my parents are nice, you know, I'll humor them. But he doesn't have the doesn't have the yiras from the parents. So then, how's it possible for that child to become to be a kibble to receive the t'vayyasha? So he's saying that... He says and when you remind yourselves... He's talking to the boys... When you remind yourselves... That this very room that you're sitting in... And you're learning... In this room that you're learning in... It's filled with maloch with angels... And that the voice of Hashem is is coming out from these malochim. And it's enclosed in the voice of your Rebbe. And it's entering into your ears and your hearts. If you think about that, then pachet v'simcha. Fear and joy. Year of fear and ahava and love. Mechalchel umari, this libchem is causing your body and your hearts to shake and tremble. And you, and you cause yourself to humble yourself completely before what? Before the words, the Torah of Hashem that are being spoken to you from Hashem himself, through his malachim and, and through that Rebbe that's, that's sitting in that room with you. Certainly, therefore, I don't have to warn you about this terrible me, the what? Of conceit, of ego, that causes you to think of yourselves as being greater than your parents, greater than your rebellion. That you don't need your Rebbe, you don't need your parents. And the Mishnah says twice and there's not an extra word in the Mishnah. Ma'id Ruach. You know that each word of the Mishnah you have you could have a whole long sugi in the Gemara for each word of the Mishnah. So it says in the Mishnah twice. It says, Ruach We don't have a Gemara on Perkyavas. Each Jew is the Gemara. You, each one of us is a sugya. So it says Ma'id says twice. Extremely, extremely humble. Ruach as a geis, Sfichim Lahachik Yo Yisem Mikol Hamidus arose. Conceit has to be driven away Further away than all other Midas And they can't even You can't allow to Fester within yourself Even this tiniest little shadow Of that Midah of Geyus Of Conceit of Gaiva Pen Yesh B'Chem nilke Harbe so he says, but perhaps we're talking to Baruch who haven't been stricken with this illness of of egotism to such a degree, <speaking in Hebrew> to the point that he would what that he would that he would contradict or or rebel against a rabbi or a parent. <speaking in Hebrew> But but he now he's saying listen so I understand that in an extreme case of this you don't have and none of you would talk with chutzpah as a to a rebbe to a parent that's what he said so far but it could be that there's a shemit that there's a little bit that there's a little bit of a of a drop of gaiver <clears> Bekiba within <throat> within you beliba ena and how does this how does this manifest itself? It's not an outright rebellion, or that you make fun, that you, that you say things about. I mean, when we were in yeshiva, with the exception of one rabbi, we used to have nicknames for the rebellion we used to have nicknames for the rebellion to, uh, terrible nicknames. <clears throat> that that's hard. You know, I look back and it's hard to believe that. Uh, but you know, each one we had a each one we had a, a, a nickname, and 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 uh, and the way that we spoke was as derision. Uh over a Bottle. You know, the the Le and the and the way that we looked at he I mean, he knows how to learn, but otherwise is, you know, he's he's totally uh out of it and removed from reality and so on. Is is we're saying because the Rebbe was not using what he had he came from Kai He wasn't Mesa Castle, he came from other he came from Mesa Bur, so that's why the kid was fine to Mesa Blue or just use it out there. So we have we're not talking we're talking about let's let's say though no, we're talking about a Rebbe that 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 Rebbe that was that was relating to the boys in the way that he should. it's true. it's true that there was there was some people that there was some rebellion that that um, there was some rebellion that 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 were not and are not treating their students properly, and it's difficult to expect a proper response from the child. However, as we said before, I said before, that I've seen many, many times, especially by the Swadisha kids, that even, even a, a Rebbe or a parent who does not treat the child the way that he deserves, the child will still respond with Derek HaRish and with COVID. So, of course, much of it has to do with, you know, if a child loses respect in a Rebbe. Nowadays, it's very easy to lose respect. The Rebbe might not know, like... Uh, the lineup for the All-Star Game, and you already lost respect for him, you know. It's very easy to lose respect these days for a parent. It's very easy for a parent to to uh, disqualify himself or herself. In the old days, anything short of Ritzicha, you know, anything short of murder, you were respected. Nowadays, it's very easy. You're walking, all the parents are walking in a very, very thin piece of ice. Certainly, every parent and every Rebbe has to conduct himself in a way that's that's that 's completely dignified that the children should see and the children should respect and we understand that when a child sees inconsistencies God forbid in a parent or hypocrisy, the biggest tiny that every kid has with a parent or the rebbe is hypocrisy they 'll forgive a parent for any schlacht i 've seen this i 'm dealing with kids all the years and that 's when i this, this is what I hear from kids when they're kids, and I hear it from when they grow up too, that, that they'll forgive a parent for, for being about bal uh, about a bal a they'll forgive parents. Children are compassionate but We become harder when we get older. Children are compassionate. But for, for shekeh, for hypocrisy, for inconsistencies, the kids are, the kids are down the kaf They don't, it's not a kaf schus. It's not a kapskos. because the whole relationship they have with the parents is the parent says you should be doing this, you should be doing that, and this is how you should live. And if the child sees that there's even a shemetz, if there's the slightest trace of inconsistency, or if there's any if there's any difference between what the parent is telling him and how the parent himself lives, it's ice covered Bye bye. That's the end of the covered That's the end of the derghar. It's very hard then to earn it, to retrieve it. To get it back. The children are very tough when it comes to this union of of sheker, of inconsistency. You're not a chakran. You're not a chakran. I, I believe what I'm telling you. I believe what I'm telling you. I just don't do it. The kids don't forgive, don't uh, really forgive the parents. For that they might not say anything. They'll they'll, they'll smile and they'll say, "No, I understand, mommy. I understand, daddy. Sure, I understand." You send me to the yeshiva. The yeshiva tells me to act this way. You act the opposite way. That's why a lot of times the, teacher, the, the the parents have to themselves make fun of the rebellion, because if the they understand if the kid takes the rebbe too seriously, then I'm not going to look too good. Because if the kid takes my, the Rebbe seriously, the Rebbe's talking about certain things, about zachtim, about holy things. So if the Rebbe says something, if the, if the Rebbe in class says something that, 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 that you find to be extreme, the Rebbe, you know, whatever he says, television is disgusting. A lot of the kids come home, the kid, the kid has a Rebbe that's, you know, a Rebbe that's truthful. Might not be diplomatic. <laughs> Right? Not, I'm not saying the Rebbe should be saying things that are inconsistent with certain things no, at, a, at a certain age. But this Rebbe is not diplomatic. He says a certain thing. The kid comes home. Now we have a problem on our hands. There's a very problem. We like television. And, and, we want the, and, we want, and we want the boy to stay. We want him to stay in yeshiva. Now we have a problem. Because the Rebbe says that television, the Rebbe says television is evil. And that the television is destructive. And our child is macabre from his Rebbe. He has this problem. There's a problem that our child believes is Rabbi. He trusts his Rabbi. So the parents at that point in their lives have a choice. Either they get rid of the television or they get rid of the Rabbi. No? So many parents, God bless them, will, will get rid of the television or will diminish its significance and will say the Rabbi's talking right? And we're going to work on it. What, okay, beside it, like a normal person, the Rebbe's talk right, and the version doesn't like this thing. And we're going to see what we can do. You know, over the years, let's try it together. We're going to make it a project. We're going to watch less, and let's try to limit it only to the You know, whatever it is, we'll just have a video. We're not going to watch the shows. The, the, say but then you'll have other people that say, oh, 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 "Oh, look at this kanoi over here. I wouldn't have put you in this yeshiva if you had such mishagoyim. If I would have known you. it's crazy people, cavemen. What's he talking? He's crazy. And and I, my rebbe." when I was in high school, he himself had a telephone, you know, all these Lashayna, they no, never ever talk about the Indian. They only talks about my Rebbe, and my this and that, and how we don't do this, and who talks that way. And It's like, you know, all liberals are like that, right? All liberals are like that. They never talk to them, zach. They never discuss the Indian. It's always a whole, about why he did this, and he's not normal, and why the... So yes, well, Daddy, is that, uh, do you think that God is happy with that? What are you talking? It's crazy. So now, what happens? The moment that a parent, the moment that a parent speaks on on any level, says something about a rebbe, to to cut down the rebbe or the mara, something to 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 diminish the stature of the rebbe, the parent is guilty of murder. I'm not talking about murdering the rebbe. I'm talking about murdering the child. Guilty. Mom is guilty, <clears throat> and and I don't know. I'm sure there are some of you that are from my generation. I know that you know, I found it very frustrating that my parents could never see anything wrong in the rabbi or in the teacher, no matter what. Like no matter what I reported, so my father said. My father was always, so what? What did you you did that that your rabbi you, you caused your rabbi to get so upset with you? And it, the discussion always turned away from the rabbi to me. So I saw so it's not kidai it's not going to die because my Rebbe can't be wrong. My Rebbe is not wrong, and my father—so could be that he was. My father came from that world where the Rebbe wasn't wrong. Now, is that, does that mean—does that mean that one should, God forbid, overlook things that are that are that could be harmful for the child? No. But there's a way to do it with seichel. There's a way with seichel to do it. Oh, look what happens to the children. Let's read a little bit. Right. Look at the, Let's go. You'll see what he says here. So he says, So this Charlie he says, "It's not mamish rebellion, but He says, He doesn't humble himself to the parents in his heart. He's saying here is Even though he doesn't, he doesn't come right out and, and, and speak against the parents or the rebbe, but this child doesn't doesn't value them. There's something lacking in terms of how does he value his rebbe. And 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 whether his, whether the words of the teachers of the parents are precious in their eyes. So even though he's a person that can overcome, he can overcome coarse and unrefined egotism. That he's he's okay. Even though this boy is going to listen to, his, to the rabbis, he's going to listen to the parents, what they tell him to do. However, since in this child's heart there's a strong, strong ego, so this must be cleansed, this must be rinsed away. So there's nothing left of this. Guy. Then you have the the person, the, the child, is that he sees himself as being superior to his friends. I'm sharper than my friends intellectually. For whatever reason, he sees himself as being superior to everybody even though he might not look at his Rebbe and his parents in such a way, but he has his, that way of looking at other people his, at his friends these are already that means that the the, the claws of the eighth Sahara are already already sticking themselves into this kid listen to me he says quickly get up get rid of this of even this lesser Type of gaiva. not the gaiva that you that you, that you talk outright against and make fun, chayzig, but that kind where where there is this slight feeling within you that uh, that you're that you're superior to a friend, or that you're not you not nichne, you not to a rebbe to a parent. Not that you'll say something against the rebbe but inside of yourself, you you, you don't feel that you have to submit to the rebbe to the parent. if you don't want to destroy yourselves for your entire lives so can you imagine again this is the, the, what, what, what is set into motion when children sit let's say at a Shabbos table and and the parents will say things that are derogatory to make chayzik let's say something that the the rabbi said that the, the rabbi said now, I'm not talking about myself amongst yourselves say whatever you want I'm talking about I mean, it doesn't that that's it. we're already never so far gone but i'm talking about with the children what happens when a child hears the parents say eh, you know the, the rabbi wasn't i didn't think the rabbi was still good today you know oh did you hear what the rabbi did you hear what the rabbi said about the and then you know your tumult and politics <laughs> so uh, what do you think that the, what do you think with the children what does is, what is that what effect does it have on the children my life i never heard from my father uh, Except Herods and and if I would say something about the rabbi, I would get, forget it. Even though you could say it like this on oh my father, I don't know how he, I don't know what he thought. What he thought that the rabbi was like this. I don't know because I never could hear from my father something that would be like, you know, a, a negative about about a rabbi, a, a, a talmud chacham. This, there wasn't Shaykh. So then if you grow up and you're hearing things that, that uh, you're hearing, parents that talk about a rabbi, talk about rabbonim like like they're like you know like the parents know better. and that the the rabbi is this and the rabbi is that so then it plants that seed of rebellion it plants the seed of rebellion someone said to me last night that he heard from a tzaddik who said this is also before the chasankala came out that someone said to me last night that, that, that that he heard from a that those Jews who grow up having sveikis who have doubts in their faith it's because they have doubts in their parents that's where the sveikis and the munah come from it's a very strong word it's a strong thing when one, when one sees inconsistencies and hypocrisies in the parent so then, the, then that child becomes skeptical of everything if the Rebbe, he thought the, the child thought. Stan, if you don't say anything to the kid, the child thinks that the rabbi is a tamachochem. The child thinks his Rebbe is a is tzaddik, is a tamachochem. So the parent tells the kid, no, you're mistaken. He's not tamachochem. Not only that, but we know more than him. So then that that child's that child's faith is broken. And and when the child's faith is broken, that innocence and that is... so of course of course in America they will say, well we. We don't want our kid being some sort of a numbskull. He has to know that the, he has to know the truth. The truth is that, you know, that this that this is what the rabbi said is wrong. We want we want our child to know the truth. That little shtickle truth that you thought, which anyway you're probably wrong. That little piece of truth that you thought was so chalshiv, so you felt that you regained it, that you set the kid straight, and that the rabbi or the rebbe is wrong. But so you have to always make a decision at, at what expense. Say this. So now you're right. So the kid goes the kid goes to the yeshiva the next day and he looks at the Rebbe and now he knows that his Rebbe doesn't know anything. He knows that his Rebbe does not know anything. But the rabbi because the Rebbe, what the Rebbe said yesterday about the television was because the Rebbe is a lunatic. The rabbi is a caveman who went to some fanatical yeshiva and the rabbi doesn't and the and the truth of the truth of of, of you know of of, 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 uh, of uh television hasn't uh, entered into the into the uh you know, hasn't gotten past the cow webs of this outdated yeshiva bakr, who's your rabbi. So when their kid sits down and looks at his rabbi, it's a different rabbi. It's not the varnishalam speaking to him anymore. Yesterday the varnishalam was saying something to him. Now who is it? Now it's a very fragile, vulnerable, uneducated, mistaken and misguided, nice person. But that's if he's nice, it might still be okay. If he's not so nice, it's even worse. But that's not the same rabbi as yesterday. It's not the Vernish anymore. It's somebody else, but not the Vern And when you do that, so you were right. Shkayah, you were right. If you'd be a really, really good person, you'd allow yourself you'd allow yourself to, to be wrong. Aside from the fact, as I said, that ninety nine percent of what the Rabbi's are saying is true, and what we're saying with the parents are saying is not true, is not right. But but even if you're right, let's say it's that one time that you're right. If you be silent, your, your child will do, will do much better with his... And if you, or if you would say humbly, what your Rebbe said is very very chashev, and you know, we'll talk about it, and maybe it's something we should work on in the family, and we need to work on in the family, it's a different child. It's a different child, it's a different Torah that he's hearing, it's a different way of, of growing up. I can't emphasize how much, if I would say this a million times, and maybe I will over the years, how this has to be taken to heart. How you can't slip in this union. Because we grew up such with such silly little cynical people. We're so sarcastic, we're such a generation of, you know, editorials and and opinions and you know, we each one of us thinks like we're some sort of like a you know, everybody's like a, some sort of a reporter. And he's gotta state his opinions about things and if somebody disagrees if it's not the same as the Rebbe or the Rabbi or the Moro, so right away or the principal, so right away we have to become a Baldover to prove our points and it's all gaiv and yeshus from a parent that, what do you have to always be what do you have to be right? So what if what if you're not right? It's such a mistake, and it's so terribly damaging to a, to a child. It's, 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 it's not—we don't even know how damaging it is until until many many years later. You don't even realize how you planted the seeds of your child turning against HaKadosh Baruch So the Rabbi says, he says, listen, fellas. Why do you hold you? He says to the kid that has this uh, way of looking at his friends as being less than him. Why do you, where'd that come? To? Where'd you get that idea? He says, you know, you yourselves and all your friends, you should know, mamish You are pure and holy angels, the army of Hashem. And Hashem has sent each and every one of you. No, you might have done better on your SATs than, the, than your friend. But your friend was sent just like you by the Bernsham. Your friend is also a Malach of Hashem that was sent to this world by the to accomplish something no less significant than what you were sent. You might have been sent with a certain clea of a, of a stronger intellect. And he might have been sent with a stronger clea of, of love and compassion. Uh, you, this one's Bina, this one's Chesed, But he was sent also as a Malach of Hashem. To conquer the world for Hashem. Hashem is called Hashem of the armies of the troops. That's how Hashem is referred to. And who are Hashem's troops in this world? In this world, who are Hashem's troops? HaShem Shmam Nikra HaKol'd the troops of HaShem HaVal Zayis Ramzalon HaKana B'Tfilos HaBisho Shispa'la Shaiton LaHashem B'en HaKana taught us this She was hinting to this When she was diving to HaShem to have a son when she, before To have Shmuel Vizkira Vapam HaRishon HaShem Svokas B'Tfilos And when she was diving for a son She called HaShem by that name HaShem Svokos HaShem of the armies Of the hosts I, know, I never like that English word The hosts I know it says that The hosts The hosts Okay. It means the troops. It means the armies. the says Why is she using that name when she's davening? Why, Hashem? when she's davening for a kid, Hashem is broke. You created so many troops, millions, millions. You can't, and you can't give me one child. In other words, there's so many malachim. You can't give me a, a child. Kvaroyim call. But she but but the Rebbe saying on a deeper level it means that in this world you created so many Jewish children, you created Jewish children, you can't give me a child a Malachal. I can't get a malach. I can't you, I'm not worthy to have a child, it'll be a shliach of yours in this world to conquer a piece of it for your sake. Atam Nari Bahuri Yisrael. He says, You children of Israel, Hu Atem. You are the tzivos. You are the troops of Hakadosh Hu, The soldiers of Hashem. I don't know when the, the Lubavitcher Rebbe came out with the whole thing that the, the children called Sivas Hashem, so uh, he had these people that went crazy. He, 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 the Rebbe didn't say something that, that that's not uh, in the Sfar and it wasn't in the Gemara and it's not the uh, Of course, many people upset because, like, like always, he thought of everything before anybody else did. <laughs> so it got everybody annoyed, but also they to call Jews all right, I'm not saying you have to, you know, uh, all the club members, you know, but every every Jew is part of that, it. it's true. It And is asking for one soldier, all your soldiers, and Hanav is asking for one soldier. So the Rebbe says, just like Hashem's, just like Hashem's Malochim, His Tzivos above, Atem Toherei Henem, which of Hashem sees you as being so pure of soul, and you can conquer the world for His sake. when you could make Him King Mamish of this world. You don't need a sword, don't need a sword or spears. You conquer the world with the Ruach of Hashem that's within you. I'm Sagula, a chosen nation, I'm Kodush, Mikem Tamidu, you will raise a holy nation from amongst yourselves to raise yourselves children. Tamiduma Yedechem you will illuminate the world with the light of Hashem Velomatis, How therefore how dare you, what's wrong with you? How could you how could you look down upon your friend? How could you look down upon another Jew? How could you distance that person from you? <laughs> as Hashem says about every Balgaiv, about every conceited person, that he can't live in the same world with a conceited person. And that other Jews, <laughs> it's as if you're pushing away Mamish the Shechina. She says, pure hearted students love each other. Be, be worried about the Mishnah be careful the Mishnah says that the honor of your friend should be, as, should be like your own don't be the kind of a person who has to force himself it says in the Mishnah I can't hate this person I shouldn't hate him don't be that kind of a person to be the kind of person that, that begrudgingly will try to like the friend, because it says in the that I have to like them. Don't be that kind of person. This kind of a love is nothing, and in the end, it's going it's to quickly disappear. If you have to be this kind of person, that says, "Well, what am I going to do? I'm shy." Don't be that kind of a person. Why should you love another Jew? he said Every single Jew is a shliach of Hashem, is a messenger of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. None of therefore nobody could say, I myself am chosher, but my friend is insignificant; he's less than me. Nothing depends on you. Only upon the one who sent each and every Jew from, from, from heaven. Serve Hashem with all of your karchus, what you have that Hashem gave you, and the other one has his karchus. Therefore, you should look at each and every Jew, and Ruchnius and the to lift up above yourself and to see him as somebody who is great or greater than you. Kvi avadolso midas in vishnuuso. V'kama pamek kranichach n'liros n'arem b'achshorus rabus. He says he said earlier in the sefer. Many times I've seen boys that have had tremendous talents and skills. V'ideisha his go nishar b'shefluson. And because of their gaiver, because of their ego and that attitude that they had, they remained mamish b'shefluson. They remained nothing not only that I've seen certain people who already tell me but because of their gaiva they lost everything that a baal gaiva pushes him away a baal even he knows how to learn Hashem diminishes him and he ends up being the laughing stock of the world but I've seen many, many boys that in their youths they were they were nobody. They didn't see themselves as anybody, and they were they didn't have such great skills and talents and, and I've seen them become great, great Gedolei Yisrael uh, uh, when they grew up because of this midah of shiflus and anava. And and therefore the the desire to be macabre from a rabbi, the desire to be macabre from a friend, or makablan dein me dein to receive one from the other instead of being jealous of another Jew, instead of looking down upon another Jew, but makablan dein me dein to receive one from the other. Like it says about the malachim, why is it? Because each malach knows that the other malach is a malach, so he's makabel from the other malach. This one's Michal, this one's Gavriel. They have different jobs, but he's makabel. I'm makabel and dain mid dain. Because what each one understands that he's a god in another union. I might be in my union, he has his union, but he's makabel and Each one's makabel from the other, because in the eyes of a malach is another malach. But if in your eyes your friend is not a malach, your parents not a malach, your not, only you're a malach, so who you makabel from? Only yourself. That's not good. Therefore, <coughs> therefore it's told. Th- one second. Therefore, depending upon this midah of shiflus of anivas, that's how person is going to come to the madrig of being a clay kibble, to be makabel. So Mr. <coughs> Hashem, we're going to we're going to continue Chavis uh, al Talmidim to work on this Indian you're allowed to look at it, you're allowed to learn it during the, during the summer. It would be wonderful. And then we'll just chazur it next year. <coughs> but uh, this will be the last year for this month. And we'll continue, Be'z we'll continue after the, um, after, uh, after the summer. So we're going to have now the...